And hello, everybody. Welcome to Coral Sword in uh, beautiful Houston, Texas, 1318 Telephone Road. Uh, my name is Ming Chen. You might know me from AMC's Comic Book Men, uh, frequent collaborator with Kevin Smith. Um, and I'm not at a Shared Heroes podcast studio. This beautiful streaming booth you see around us, uh, it is a, a huge feature of Coral Sword, the greatest gaming cafe in the world. Uh, and I am not alone today, my friends. Uh, I have very special guests. Uh, let's go to my immediate right. Please introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Jared McClelland. I am a co-host on High Hungry, I'm Dad podcast <laughs> uh, located here in Houston. Coral Sword is by far one of my most favorite places here in the city. So if you haven't been here yet, you need to get down here. And to your right. Uh, my name is Chris Burnett. I'm host of the Ten Drink Minimum podcast from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm here in town for Comic Palooza and to podcast here from Coral Sword. And to your immediate right. My name is Philip Serlos. I run a lot of events, and I am the tech guy for everything happening here at Coral Sword. Uh, it's we're all here because of Ming Chen, really. Now nah, we're all here for each other, my friend. So <laughs> yeah, whenever I'm in town in Houston, my second home, uh, we got to stream from here, and uh, and I, I never want to do it alone. Um, I always try to get my my friends behind the microphones. But you guys are all pros. You guys are all content creators. You all have your own shows. And uh, I think, is this your first time being on the mic here? Uh, no, no, you were here. No, you were here with Kerry yeah, Gordon a couple, times, uh, a couple yeah. years ago. I mean, Phil is streaming from here all the time. But Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. welcome. Oh, man, it's great to be here. <laughs> welcome to the party, pal. You know, is, uh, one of my favorite quotes. Now that I've acclimated to the, you know, the, the water in the air, uh, I'm in the, the, you know, beer helps. Uh, it's great to be here. This place is beautiful. Like it's a, you know definitely like you know I said on my podcast earlier, labor like a de- I can definitely tell you guys have a passion for this place, <laughs> and so being able to podcast here is kind of an honor. Yeah. So I think you know you, you've seen the shop here. I think if you were to build the place that you want to hang out at all the time, yeah, I think I think we've we've achieved that not only for ourselves, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but for all our friends as well. So, right. Yeah. I think all I really wanted to do in life is. Either uh, is a podcast, be able to podcast first and foremost, but to either drink a coffee or drink a beer while doing it. Right. And you can do all three of those here, which is uh, pretty amazing. I mean, my other dream is to like have a podcast studio at a brewery and have the tap like yeah. right, say like right here. And um, they may, that actually may be happening later on in the year. I was saying you have that connect. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never, I, I, have, I don't have that, but um, in Albuquerque or in New Mexico, we have a, the largest brewery in New Mexico, Santa Fe Brewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I podcasted for them in one of their at one of their uh, tap rooms. And they were like at the end they were like, "Oh, th- thanks for that." And I was like, "Cool." And then 6 months down the line, I guess they did another podcast uh, in El Paso and the the host was probably it, it was his first podcast and it was probably like the second or third episode. And uh, they were not as, you know, he, he was new and he was green. So they emailed me and they were like, hey, we would really like to apologize to you. And I'm like, for what? And they're like, we didn't realize how, you know, how good you were. <laughs> this is literally what they said. And they're like, we would like for you to come up and, and you know, the, the, I did it in the tap room in, in Albuquerque. Like, we'd love you to come up to the main brewery and podcast there. So I get there. They put me, they put me up in a hotel overnight. They, they gave us tickets to the old 97s that played at their venue. And then... The next day, they're like, well, we don't know where we're going to podcast from. Where would you like to podcast from? I'm like, I don't know. And they had just moved from one tap room on the, the property to a new one. And I was like, 
well, are you guys using your old tap room? And they're like, no. And I was like, are the taps live? And they're all, yeah. And I'm like, can we do it in there? And they're like, yeah. They're like, you want to sit behind the bar and pour your own beers? I was like, uh, 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 I hello. mean, you just said everything that uh, I, I, I live in. Like, uh, I'm in heaven now. So I literally did that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this is going to be a huge thing. I would like to be at the forefront of the brewery podcast studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as a, as a man with a podcast called 10 Drink Minimum. Yeah. Uh, I I <laughs> I'd love for you to be oh. uh, in you know one of the pod- first podcasts. I'd to, fly right to, in to do that for Why sure. Not start your own microbrew. Um, oh. I don't know anything about brewing. Um, I leave that to you the can, experts. Yeah, you can find people to do that for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We yeah uh, many people way better than me doing it, but um, but they're, I, they're falling off trees all over the place, man. There's like brewers. Yeah. Like podcasters. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we're all in town for uh, the amazing Houston Comic Palooza. Which happens every year around this time. Um, uh, I've I've been to. They've invited me back eight times, my friends. Eight wow. times, which is somewhat of an anomaly. Is um, that a record? Is that a? It's got to be like, right. It has, it has to be because I've been going be. for a little over ten years now, yeah. and I can't recall a single guest that has been at that many back to back. Yeah, typically Even three. If you go to Comic Cons, you know they rotate guests every year. Uh, very rarely does the same guest get yeah. invited. Twice in a row. Like, there usually has to be some kind of reason, or, or they just really like them. Yeah. And I think they saw how much fun I was having that first year. Um, like, I was just exploding with happiness, which sounds really dirty, but, but is not. I give <laughs> it with all good intentions. And, um, yeah, I got back the second year, and then, yeah, the third, the fourth. Cool. And, uh, yeah, at this point, you know, I, I'm, I, I get a table and I'm a guest, but I, you know, they put me to work. As well, mm-hmm. um, I guess they like the way I host the cosplay contest, so I got to do that for the third year in a row, and um, it's really cool. So uh, backstage, there's a whole production team that nobody sees, and uh, there's a there's a stage manager. Her name's Christina. She's really hardcore, she's a hardcore Asian stage manager. So she's kind of like, you know, no, you got to go now. Okay, no, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. This is how it's gonna work. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're on the show. Whatever you say goes, um, but. Yeah, usually by the end we high five, we hug, and she's like, "Yeah, man, that was a, you know great job." And this year though, I did. She's like, "See you next year." I'm like, "Oh, nice. that was nice. That was cool. That was good to hear." You got and the couch. Yeah. I mean, you're a comedian. And, you know, Johnny Carson gave you the couch. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, oh wow. I made it. Yeah. yeah. So when I hit my the, yeah. my the fifth time, I need the jacket, like the fifth timer jacket, like oh yeah, like oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was cool. Um, I don't. You guys didn't hit the contest this year. It when uh, you guys have been there in the years past, though. Uh, Which contest? Uh, the cosplay, cosplay contest. No, I was there. I oh, was you there. were. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, you guys were there. I didn't know you guys yeah, were there. Yeah. I was. When did you there. guys slip in? Uh, uh, like you haven't got on stage yet. I was there. You were, uh, whoa! I had no idea. Cool. I was sitting by the area where they had the cosplayers. Like after they got down the stage, they yeah. like set them in the like like the audience yeah, section. Yeah, yeah. I was like right next to them. Yeah. Cool. How did I do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you don't oversell it. I don't. Yeah. No, yeah. it was good. Yeah. No, you you always did great. And then I I know I say this. <laughs> your the first year you did it. Yeah. Two, three years ago now. Um, they gave you the, the opportunity. They gave you the itinerary, and you saw the time limit, and it was like three almost three hours yeah, long. Yeah, it's listed as seven p.m. to ten p.m. on a Saturday night. And I, which I, that's a long. It time. means like you're cutting into my drinking time. I, on that I one. kid no, y'all for, not. I, listen, I don't. I, you know, I don't want to. I shouldn't admit that, but yeah, yeah. yeah no, but it no, is. Like, I, I kid y'all not. Like you looked at it and you literally like, no, we're not yep. doing it like this. I'm gonna get this done in about an hour, an hour thirty minutes tops. Yep. 
and a man, and a man to your word. You you, you sure sure did it. Yeah, um, and it's not like I don't rush anything, but I, you know, the, the, a cosplay kind of goes three hours. It's too long. It's too long, and you know, not for nothing. It's Saturday night. Starts at seven, and you know, if I can get everyone out by nine nine fifteen, I know people want to go and eat. They want to drink. They want to hang yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, they, there's there's enough time for both the, the contest and after hours stuff. So. And yeah, I'm not rushing anybody. I just this is how I run the ship, man. Yeah, run the ship. And, I mean, like everybody, clearly, everybody's had good time there. Um, crazy competition. There's a lot of awards. Yeah, uh, ten ten different award categories. But uh, you know, you guys saw the level of cosplay in, in oh, Texas yeah. and Houston. Amazing. A little, bit, little bit of uh, controversy, though. I heard afterwards. What was the controversy? I did. I heard. I heard some and a little bit of grumbling. One of the judges, uh, she he, she make or he he or she not gonna say who makes their own outfits and and, and stitches everything. You're right. So they leaned a little more towards like oh the handmade, handmade like, and more embroidered, beaded. stitched. And, and someone's like, so yeah, so that wasn't fair. And I was like, oh all right, well. heard some grumblings. Yeah, well, but, that, but that's a competition, hey man, right? Yeah, it's the ju- you know as judges they they judge on. They're judging. They're literally judging. Yeah. On what they, yeah. you know, on their own criteria. And see so that? I, no, and, and that's I have part no of the competition. You got to learn the judges. Who's judging this year? Well, they seem to lean towards a little this way, and you've got to fight. You've got to go into that. You know. Yeah, you got to fight for your right to party. That's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Every but, day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I go up there. There's no script, so you know, it's all kind of off the cuff. Uh, I mean, I, I've done. I, they used to ask us to judge me and Mike, and at some point, I'm like, listen. I I don't cosplay. I've never like cut out foam. I never I I can sew on a patch barely. It's just because I watched a video on YouTube once, and I was and because I had a Bucky's patch. Oh wow! That I bought. And I really wanted to sew it on, and I want I didn't want to pay the ten dollars for the Chinese seamstress <laughs> to do it for me. So I was like, I would do this by myself, and I and it's it's poorly done, and uh, but it worked. Um, but I, and and like Mike Zapsic would just pick the hottest girl. It's like, oh, Daenerys oh, Targaryen geez. winner. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm gonna say this about the cosplayers, man. Yeah, those are the toughest people. I was thinking about this all weekend. I was like, the toughest people I've ever seen in my life. It is hot. Yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. And there was a dude in a rubber Ninja Turtles outfit. Yeah. from like the original movie, like screen accurate. Yep. Like that guy's literally putting his life on the line. Yeah. So you can be like, oh wow, a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> like he's like like sweating in there, you know. I was like, wow. Or like when I walked up the second day, there was a I don't know what character she was, very Marie Antoinette, and she was on stilts. She was twelve feet tall, yeah. standing at the door with her umbrella. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, if she fell over, like like yeah. you know, it's over. Yeah, those kids are tough, man. Yeah, absolutely. Mad yeah, respect. I, I don't have the constitution, and uh, yeah, yeah, the. The Ninja Turtles guy should go up to him and be like, go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go, go, Ninja. <laughs> yeah. He's dying and, and in his he costume. Did a, he did a roundhouse kick, and uh, I woke up a couple hours. No. Yeah. But, uh, like, no, I, I just And uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. <laughs> from Sidekicks was standing above. He was like, hey, uh, man, you all right? Right, yeah. It's it's Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah. He's just still wearing it. Yeah. I'm curious. I did see Bebop in Rockstead. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious if they ever crossed paths. Oh, they weren't together. I don't think they were. No, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. And uh, what happened after that, I don't know. Don't I can't know. tell I you. I never saw him again. That's that's the thing. Yeah. 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 I can't tell you. Um, but yeah, it, uh, they, yeah, that one's awesome. That stage is you know, way more elaborate than the most of the Cosmic Contest stages. And um, 
I, I, I ran out to do the intro and I looked out and I was like, oh man, there were a lot of people here. <laughs> like it's very nerve wracking. There's like, there's like a thousand of people out there. Dude, so there, was, there was a lot of people watching. Yeah. yeah. Like I think every year has progressively gotten more, specifically yeah. after like COVID and the yeah. lockdown right. and everything like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. It, you, you, there's just more people showing up for it as a thing, which is great. Yeah. yeah. But definitely, definitely a highlight. And uh, yeah, hopefully they continue to ask me to host because I, I really, I really enjoy it. Um, I just feel like I'm yelling that microphone for like two and a half hours, but I it's 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 fun, man. Yeah. It's fun. What, what was your favorite? Like not necessarily who won, but oh what was my your favorite, favorite that cosplay. You saw? There was one that came up. It was uh, it was Wonder Woman in the gold outfit from '84, oh, and nice. there was a there was a cheetah, and they did a they had fight choreography, um, but they they pulled off a clever thing where to defeat Cheetah, um, Wonder Woman pulled out one of those cat toys, started waving <laughs> it, and uh, and like chased her off the stage. I'm like, that's awesome, man. But that's the cosplay nice. itself, the Wonder Woman like. She glued like a thousand feathers and put gold foil over it. Like it was wow. crazy, man. It was crazy. It's insane. Uh, yeah, there are so many good cosplays there this year. Yeah, I remember I saw one uh, that was Gears of War. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. yeah. It was super oh, man, elaborate. That was so elaborate. You had the lancer so and everything. Good. Yeah, the chainsaw yeah. rifle. I see people walk around all day like that. That that yeah. is. It's like it's like performing. Yeah, I saw him try to get into the elevator. <laughs> Oh, the, that no. was a struggle. Like, I mean, right away, you're like, how do you go to the bathroom in that, man? No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Uh, you Chris, Chris, there's a thing called the catheter. Oh, and, man. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the secret con secret. Yeah. It's like, oh, like a NASCAR driver. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. I, uh, you ever cosplayed? No. No, I have not. Uh, well, I, okay. Technically, I kind of have, but okay, not explain. really. I, explain. I did buy a Nevermore jacket this year. Wow. I had a D&D uh, panel on Friday night okay. at, the, at the con. We did about two and a half hours, a little bit more than two and a half yeah. hours of a D&D one shot that was specifically inspired by Wednesday, the Netflix show. Yep. Yep. So oh, yeah, I decided, yeah. hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of... Bring it up a notch, yep. and I got a Nevermore jacket nice. uh, that was custom made. So, yeah, I, I didn't make it myself, which is perfectly fine. It was something that I, I was looking for, yep. and I bought it online. I was like, hey, here's my measurements. You know, make it to size, and it wow. came out great. Dang. That's awesome. You I never I, cosplayed? I don't Halloween well. You don't Halloween? You don't, not, yeah. you don't strike me as a guy who's like, yeah. gets excited for dressing up Halloween? No, it's, like, shenanigans. it's not even that. I don't even mind that. It's just like I'm not I'm not crafty, uh, and then I'm not I'm you know when it comes to stuff like that I'm not very good at thinking of things. One year I went as uh, Seth Rogen's character from Pineapple Express. Okay, nice. Which did, was elaborate costume. And, and I did the whole thing and I did the bloody ear everything. Oh, nice. Okay. And one person knew who I was. Yeah, that's yeah. the frustrating part. Is uh, yeah, that that I mean. Yeah, I went yeah. as a, I went as Donnie from Donnie Darko once, and nobody. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. but nobody. the hoodie, the hoodie, the. Hoodie, the I didn't do the hoodie. I, I had like a T-shirt that said they made me do it. Like I okay. printed that out. Oh. I put the numbers on my on my forearm. I had oh. the the time travel book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, nobody yeah, got it. Flew, Too obscure. Big time fell flat. Wow. Big time. If you had Frank the Bunny with you, that would that, have been. Yeah. That's probably yeah. what yeah. I should have went uh, with. At the time, you couldn't just buy Frank the Bunny uh, costume of uh, Amazon, so. I would have had to make it myself, so yeah. That I would do. I would totally do that though. That, uh, yeah. For Halloween this year, my girlfriend went as me, and she wore That's like right. she. And I didn't <laughs> know this was going to happen. She bought like exact clothes that I wear, and then got like white frame glasses yeah. that were like regular, like they were fake. And we went out, and I was kind of shocked at how many people were like they would look at her, and then they would be like, 
are you him? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. <laughs> it was really weird. But. Yeah, that being said, though, if you wanted an elaborate cosplay, you mm-hmm. could get one. She's, she's a costume designer. My, my, girlfriend, like, oh, yeah. my girlfriend actually is a stitcher for the movie industry. She's currently working on a... Uh, TV show <laughs> I can't Amazon. say yeah for Amazon in Santa Fe but yeah she makes co- like it's funny because when she first started she was making the costumes for like the the principal extras and then now she's like up to like the main actors and there's not a lot of people that 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 do that so it's not hard for her to find a job so there's like a big actor on the show and so every day I'm like so is, is blah 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 there She's like, no, I don't, I don't see that. I, I never go to set. I don't see those people. Next day, I'm like, hey, tell blah, blah, blah. I said hi. And she's like, I, I'm telling you, I don't see him. All of a sudden, she's like, he's here. And I'm like, oh, oh all right. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you off the air, but yeah. Yeah. Phil, ever cosplayed? Uh, I've done a few. Nothing too crazy or like overly elaborate. I was, um, there's a character from Assassin's Creed. He's like the main character from like the first three games. That isn't like the historical period guy. Right. He was like the guy in like main time. Yeah. I went as him because I bought the jacket from right. the web store. I was like, oh, I look like this guy. So yeah. I was going like, I'll go like that. And it's like the easiest costume because it's just a jacket and jeans and you're, you're yeah. the guy and the blade. I have, um, I have a question about mm-hmm. the cosplay stuff. Mm-hmm. Do people cosplay for themselves or are they cosplaying for people to see their character? So I was like, I just want to go for myself as a thing. Okay. That was the first time when I went as Miles Dresmond as the guy from um, Assassin's Creed. Then one year at Compalooza, I dressed up as an Adventure Time character. His name is Marshall Lee, which is like the male version of Marsh- Marceline, the Vampire Queen. Um, he's like, he literally, again, the simplest costumes ever. It's just like red flannel, blue jeans, and like face paint. And that was it. And I had my hair at the time was like kind of like about as long as this and kind yeah. of shaggy, uh, like the character. Um, to your point or your question of, I went in there just for myself, but then a lot of kids were running up to me, my friend, who also dressed up like another character from the show because they immediately recognized it. And I was like, this is the coolest experience just to see these kids smile yeah. as a thing. Um, and okay. I cared more about that than like I was giving myself kind of like, oh, I don't look like like accurate or whatever enough, but like it was and more than enough for the kids. You're accurate to, like, enough, man. Experience. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I appreciated that experience so much more than for myself uh, at the end okay. of the day. I always wonder like if people come up to like someone and go, Oh, that's pretty great. But you know what you're missing is, and you're like, uh, I know. Cause <laughs> yeah. you know, cause you know, yeah. right. You know, what's missing. You're well, like, I do know I'm not, I don't have the sword or whatever. There, there was a story. I remember many, many, many years ago with Hugh Jackman when he was doing uh, Wolverine and Logan, he went down on the floor sort of like dressed as his character. As yeah. Logan. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. And he, I, I remember him recalling the, the scenario of like, he went up to someone who's like, Hey, that's a pretty good Wolverine costume too tall because in the comics, Wolverine's <laughs> yeah. like shorter five than three, me. Yeah, he's like he's five, five three. three um, Did you see the guy dressed as Wolverine this year? And he was he re- looked really good, but he was like six foot, like yes. four. Yeah. 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 I, I, I was like, is that Hugh Jackman? Because like he looked, he, yeah. he had the hair. He was like, he had a cigar in his mouth. Kind of like, yeah, the whole the whole hey, deal. Bob, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Too tall, but too tall. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. But yeah, I feel like you're always gonna kind of run into those people who would yeah. say something like that, which it is what it is. But you know, at the, again, yeah, at the end of the day, I think if you're doing it for other people, specifically like kids, or like to capsulate that moment of just like pure like happiness, it's worth it. You know, so 
Yeah, I uh, I um I did Cato from Green Hornet a couple times. Oh, that's, cool. That's easy though. I throw a yeah. chauffeur's cap and like dress all in black. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although I did get to do it uh, when we met Adam West on Comic Book Men. We raced the Black Beauty oh, yeah, versus yeah, the yeah. Batmobile, and uh, I was like, "Hey, can I dress up like Bruce Lee, like Cato?" The, and like, well, we got to run it by Adam first. Make right. sure he's cool. Uh, Ming, he was like, uh, <laughs> "That's a that's appropriation." That uh, appropriation. We're, we're, uh, <laughs> hello, we're uh, there's a there's a word. It's called woke, and uh, this is you're not it. So, Greatest no. celebrity ever met, Adam West. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I I met him in Conway. Where did you meet him? Would uh, you meet him at, like a car show or something? So I was about eleven, probably. Uh, let's see. It was when uh, Michael Keaton Batman was coming out. So maybe oh okay maybe I was like twelve or thirteen, and because uh, that was what like eighty nine, eighty eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So he was uh, speaking at a college at the actual college I ended up going to later on in my life. And I begged my mom, I was like, can you, you know, because like the, when the new, the, that Michael Keaton Batman came out, uh, Nickelodeon, Nick at Night, started putting on the, the, oh, the reruns. reruns. 66, yeah. yeah, yeah. 66 and Batman. I would watch them all, and my mom would be like, I can't believe you're watching this show. It's so <laughs> stupid. And then they, they announced he was going to be there, and um, I was like, can you please, 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 please take me to see Adam West? So she did. And we drive over there, and like they show the original movie, you know, we're like, yeah, the oh, Batman yeah, Sometimes movie, you yeah. just can't get rid of a bomb, you know. And um, it gets done, and he comes up there, and he's like, uh, "I'm very shocked. There's a lot of kids here." He's all, "My speech is not appropriate." So he kind of like modifies his speech, and he does a whole thing, and then he signed autographs after for free. And I had his autograph somewhere, and it like just was beaming for like weeks and weeks. And then I thought about that like later in my life because I've you know doing all this stuff, you meet a lot of people, and I'm like, I met Adam West, I met the original Batman, yeah. I met I met the mayor of Quahog. I mean, like, <laughs> that is amazing, right? Someone is stealing my water. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like to me, like looking back on it all, I'm like, man, Adam West. Yeah, it's one of the guys I really wish I would have been able to meet. Uh, him and Stanley. You didn't meet Stan? I didn't meet uh, Stan. Yeah. Dude, Stan Stan's was here twice, guy. man. Yeah. I know. Good guy, I just Sam. never made it out. Here's your, here's your twice. And, uh, man, yeah, I, I meet so many people now. I was like, oh, man, I wish I would have met Stan. I'm like, yeah, I wish oh, you would have, too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, oh, yeah. Am I the only one here that's met Stan Lee? I met Stan. Uh, I met Stan oh. twice. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, never mind. Never mind. What was that like? Did you? To, I mean, it was quick, call, I'm sure. I used to call him on the phone. Like, like... What do you say meeting that person that right. has inspired yeah. and shaped yeah. your entire life as a kid? Yeah. You know, and and he, uh, he I can't say anything that people don't already know. You yeah. know what I mean? That feeling of just like being shocked and just like happy and gleeful. And yeah. um, the second time was maybe a little less than that, but like very much still of just like taking in the moment of being in the presence yeah. of this larger than life icon. You know? Yeah, it, it was cool. It was really cool seeing that Comic Palooza in particular. Like, yeah. It just felt like a really good vibe. Yeah. He was at, it looked like he was having a he great time. He was always time. having fun. Yeah. He, he, like, the last time he was here, you know, he was obviously a lot older, but, like, I remember seeing him. He was getting on the stage where we, we did the, where we do the cosplay contest at the main stage. Yeah. And he, he was, you know, being wheelchaired around. He's older. And he was, like, trying to get up the stairs. And they're like, oh, we'll help you. And he's like, like nope. I got this. I got this. Yep. <laughs> and he just gets up, and then he did his panel, full panel. Yep. One whole, hour. Yep. Whole deal. Wanted to stay longer. They're like, if you want to, you can. He stayed for like a little bit longer, yep. and then he like, and he left. He was getting down the steps, and like, take it easy. Like, you, you, we don't want you to fall. And he's like, and he just like went down by himself. Like, 
great great guy well yeah but i mean like such such a great guy and um yeah uh, just enough said yeah enough said excelsior Excelsior. (laughs) oh yeah uh, in a pinch if i need a quick halloween costume they make these like pre-made jane silent bob costumes so whip that out too easy too easy i know but yeah i'm just i don't know but always good though but do yeah. you get do you get the candy when you go to the house with that outfit on? Uh, I since I look like What's a twelve <laughs> since I look like a twelve year old still yes I get I get the candy, I get the candy for sure. So, um, uh, I was laughing. I was trying to get you guys back in the green room at some oh, point, yeah, which yeah. Um, is very elaborate. Uh, Comic Blues has one of the best green rooms of any convention I've oh, ever I wish been I'd in. Gone now, I was yeah. I've been to a lot of green rooms with you. This yeah. is the only one I didn't really go to. Yeah. But you told me they had what did they have in the green room? You were like, well, what? this year this year was new. So most con green rooms, like they'll have the platter of sandwiches from like H E B, like pre made. It's like, hey, we got water and chips out for everybody. It's like, oh yay, thanks. But Complusa is like, hey, so uh, uh, would you like to go to the avocado toast station? Um, oh my god! Would you like truffle oil or or uh, lemon infused olive oil on your avocado toast? Can I cut some roast beef off for you, sir? Uh, <laughs> one of the countries that they had that. They had, wow. they had chefs in the green room in Calgary, wow. but that's very rare. It's like a golden corral back there. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh, uh, I've not seen the chocolate fountain yet, but it's coming. Um, but yeah, but this year they had uh, they had uh, they had the ice cream cooler, and they had like Klondike bars and drumsticks and Dove bars, and uh, yeah, that me and uh, me and this other guy, he's a promoter, big time promoter. We send we take photos. And we send to all the other convention promoters. Like you guys suck, man. You, you gotta need it. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta kick it up, man. Like, where's your smoothie station? Your oh, custom wow. smoothie station? Where's your nitro infused cold brew? Uh, where's the froyo, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where's your Jello shots up? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, you've been you've been in the green green rooms. Yeah, you're, oh, you're yeah. now a big time uh, uh, moderator at yeah. Comic Cons. Uh, you know they're very important. You if they're good, you talk about it. And so yeah. we'll go to other cons. I'll run into like, you know, yeah. uh, like the our other Power Rangers, some of the other guests. Like, so they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, Houston, huh? Yeah, this was not as good as Houston, and uh, oh, wow. we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Need to up your game. I'll say yeah. this: like one of the one of the biggest letdowns in the history of life. For okay, me is is the backstage area of concerts or anything, mm-hmm. right? Okay. When I was a kid growing up, you know, it's like the '80s, the hair metal days, like Molly Crew, like Warrant, like White. You know, you go to these concerts and everybody's like, "Oh man, they got backstage passes. They're just partying back there. It's yeah. crazy. Like drugs everywhere." Every time I go backstage to a concert now, it is like the most like chill. Like you know, they might have some. They might have like some beers. Might, yeah. They might. And then like the last time I went, like uh, the the shins are from Albuquerque, and uh, oh yeah. So we, we get backstage, and like one, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. And uh, James Mercer's like, oh hey, here's my mom and my dad and my aunt and my uncle and my cousins. We have uh, oh we have like two tecates and then uh, a jug of like something made with rum and then water. Uh, sorry, that's all. And like it was like the most chill. Like you know, we just kind of like talked. And I'm, like, you didn't do like you do a couple bumps. No, no bumps. No, no bump. eight. No eight balls. No eight balls. Dang. No uh, no. You know, there was no you know Def Leppard having sex with women under the stage kind of thing and. Uh, Biggest letdown in my life, I gotta well, say. What was Chicago had something on stage. The band Chicago had a 
Oh uh, God, I think it was like the like a telephone booth, like a like a British telephone booth. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, like yeah, the red one. And, yeah, and they call it like the Snortatorium. <laughs> oh boy, because back in the day, See? In Chicago. See? Yeah, like they were like apparently extremely infamous as a thing. Yeah. Like, Chicago. Were, I'm very very certain mm-hmm. that it was Chicago. The Saturday in the park. Yeah, oh. Chicago. And there's always like in, wow. the, in the the new backstage area. There's always someone on a laptop like working really hard, and you're like. Dude, we're gonna try to shotgun some beers in the in the shower over here, and they're like, "Sorry, gotta get this business done." Yeah, like, man, what? I'm I'm working on my Google Doc. Excuse yeah, yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You know, very very depressing. Like, right. I, I was like, "Man, I can't wait." Oh, yeah. Well, all right. With that being said, what Ooh. would your backstage area look like then, if you had one, oh, or man. your green room? What's in your rider? Uh, I looked it up. Chicago, okay. <laughs> Chicago partied as hard as any band you can think of with a particular fondness for cocaine. For one tour, they included a mock phone booth on their stage set, which the band dubbed, quote, the Snortatorium, where they could hover, <laughs> where they could hoover lines mid-performance without leaving the stage. Wow. Oh, see, that's, wow. that's wow. thinking. That's thinking ahead. I don't want you to go off stage. I want to hear that guitar solo. So just walk over there and, you know, yeah. little toot, you know, you're good to go. Uh, my backstage area, I mean, Yeah, you're writer. You know, I would I would have like spawn. I'd be like, this is the uh, the Jim Beam sponsored area over here. We, I'd have a bartender for one. I'd have okay, a bartender cool, backstage, cool. dedicated bartender. Uh, okay, but I I would have a bartender for sure. I mean, I wouldn't have drugs, but if they're there, I would not be upset. And uh, you know, a DJ back there, like something cool, like having a party, man. Yeah, a party. It's a party. We're like we just we just got off stage. Like we just worked for three hours and made forty two thousand dollars. Right. Let's, let's party. Let's celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah, I don't know. You said Topo Chico's back there. Topo man. Chico for oh, yeah. sure. Topo Chico Skittles. Well, only green Skittles. Uh, Blue Bow, Dr. Pepper ice cream. Yeah. That, Something uh, like that, yeah. Yeah. I, Phil, have, have, you, well, you guys live here. have you had the Dr. Pepper Blue Bell that I've been hearing so much about? I want to have that. I, I had, had no. a small pint. Like, I had a, a, a spoonful of it. I was like, eh, okay. Really? That's, yeah, that's all right. Is it better than the Whataburger Dr. Pepper Shake? I would say it's better than the shake because I'm not okay. a big fan of the shake. Okay, right on. The My shake opinion. seems a little bit more chocolatey, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it, the texture's <laughs> a little off. I don't get yeah. more. I don't. I definitely get more Dr. Pepper taste in the mm. ice cream than I do in the shake. Yeah. Do they have the Dr. Pepper shake in uh, Albuquerque? No. I, I, uh, yeah, was it Whataburger? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you guys loved DP so much. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We love right, it, right. Right. I mean, started doesn't in, love DP. Started in Texas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'll, uh, saying that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Whataburger is is the best hamburger place in the planet. Wow. Saying okay. it. Ming, you want your counterpoint, please? And why is listen, it what you're about to say? Because we've I, had this discussion. I, I before. love Whataburger. I can't disparage them, especially here in Houston, Texas. Uh, I, I, but, and you have both here, though. I'm an internet loyalist, man. Oh, there's internet out here too. There's yeah, there's several of them. Yeah. Uh, West, twenty minutes away. From yeah. Mm. I would I would go twenty minutes for for a double double animal style right now. Yeah. But we can I would do it also, after this. yeah, I, I love it. Um, you know, Whataburger I got introduced to after I started coming to Texas ten years ago. Uh, for the longest time, the only time I would get Whataburger would be like weird hours. Like I'd be driving. Oh man, from here to San, San Antonio. We have a great Whataburger story. Oh yeah, it'd be like six in the morning. I, I was driving back a rental car to the airport. Oh, that's and not I was like, I'm hungry, and I got to. That's I'd only get Whataburger like six in the morning. And it was it was goddamn good, man. Is what it was. <laughs> that was not the story I was. Yeah, thinking no. About. So one uh, one year we're uh, we're partying in Albuquerque, and I call an Uber, and we're starving. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> can I can I pay you extra to go to Whataburger first, and then the right. hotel? And it's me and Chris and two of our female friends, 
and we get there and the drive the driving long is huge i think it was during covid so you yeah. couldn't go in and order and at one point our friend ellen was like i gotta jump out i gotta go to the bathroom i'm just gonna pee in the bushes yeah. and the uber driver was like wait 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 wait, wait. it's dangerous out there take this and she pulls out a taser <laughs> yeah. it was like zelda dude it was totally like zelda she's like dangerous out there take this she's like do you know how to use this and ellen's like i i guess and she Pops no, just, it. So yeah, pop. pops it. Just hit this button. If anything happens, she's like, okay. And we're like, what the hell? That she had, one, that she had it on her. Yeah. It's Albuquerque. But two, that she decided to let just let her just arm her yeah. with this taser. And then we get our food and we drive. They, they drop me off. And I don't even remember what I said to the lady. And she reaches out with the taser and she goes, pop. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, right before I leave. I was like, I'm going to assume that the taser was not needed. After, no, okay. no, no, <laughs> no, no, but hey, better safe than sorry. That's very fair. It's better to have a taser and not need it than need a taser and not have it. it. Yes, right. true. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Albuquerque. Famous quote man. to live by, Ming Chen. Yeah, <laughs> Albuquerque, man. But um, yeah, I one of the features of the con, the podcast, the Comic Blues and Podcast Program booth, two fun-filled booths. Uh, um, it gets better and better every year. Yeah, I remember. Well, the uh, the first year we, we went, I think they had a thing. It, it was an area with like a vinyl banner. Um, I didn't even know if there were even speakers there that year. The first few years, so yeah, you could hear everybody. Uh, then it got better. But yeah, last year we were kind of like card tables and like I don't mind. I just need a table where you can and microphones and speakers and you could watch people podcast live and it was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, this year I, they kicked it up, man. They built a whole booth. They really. They did, built yeah. like an ESPN. They had two of them. Yeah. But like like a sports center type like desk. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, it was too similar to this we got going on, but like it's more it was more rounded in shape. Yeah, yeah. it had artwork on it. it like it was so yeah. cool. I was like, looks like, great. It's like, dude, who built these? Because I want one. Like, oh, oh, oh. You said you found out who, right? Yeah, I think there's a company here in Houston called Grit. Quid. Grit. 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 G R I T. Grit. So I got to look into them. But I'm like, dude, how much are these? Because um, I, I think we need one for nice. uh, for a shared universe. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I, I think next year, uh, well, we got Chris in um, on, on, on Under the Radar. Originally, you were scheduled for one podcast, but we're like, dude, you're so good. Just jump in on all of them. Right. And try to get you tried you to get me on the third one, and I, I, I said no. I was like. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, you snubbed. Because you got, no, yeah, not, you guys were I, doing it. You guys were killing it. You were ha- laying it down. Yeah. I know. You been a, you're always invited, dude. Oh, okay. You're always invited. I think that's one of the cool things about the podcast group in Houston, yeah. Comic Palooza, is that, like, everybody's like, hey, you're not scheduled for this thing, but you want yeah, to jump, jump on? In. Yeah, just jump in and do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, very, oh, man, this city's so friendly. I, lo- I loved it. I loved every bit of the, the weekend, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it, it was cool, though, right? Because, uh, you know, I, I think... Um, you know and what we do, and since there are so many podcasters out there in yeah. Albuquerque, you know, there's going to be some competition. There's going to be some hurt feelings sometimes. A lot, oh, of, yeah, a lot yeah. of drama sometimes, pod- which I don't. Podcast drama. Which, yeah, I can't get into. I, I want no part of. Pod but, drama. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not here, though, man. Everyone's, everyone's always no. welcome. Uh, Jared, how many did you do this weekend? I did three. So I had the, uh, the D&D live play. You did a live uh, D&D? Yeah, we did a live D&D. That's cool. Uh, we did the High Hungry. We had you, mainly. yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about Kevin Smith movies. And yeah, that was most underrated. Movies. Yeah, that was fun because I didn't know what direction you were gonna take that in. You know, it was kind of like you know uh, Ming Chen and the High Hungry I'm Dead podcast talk Kevin Smith. Like yeah. okay, like you know okay we can talk about the movies. Uh, you know we can blow them for an hour. Like it was kind of a combination of both. Which <laughs> wow, was, which was cool. Oh dude, I'm down to compliment him. 
Like I'm, even though I work for the man, like he, I'm still a fan, man. Like yeah, I, of course. Yeah, and he's I mean, how been, can you not be a fan? Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean the only thing that would have made it better. He, we gotta get him down here, man. I would we love get him to down have here. Kevin down here. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, I'm working on it, man. I think he's got certain things which like li- make make it hard logistically. Yeah, I guess, but I think Comblue's got the infrastructure to support everything he needs, and um, I mean, not for nothing, but uh, Texas has been very good to us, the comic book men in particular. If they've been good to us, like they're gonna be way more better to him. You know, oh, he started definitely. everything, so. Yeah, exactly. um, and then yeah. we did do the uh, the networking and marketing yeah. panel. Yeah, but I would love to see him do a live podcast. At Comic oh, Blues, of course. Oh, sure. <laughs> I think yeah. he, like, his it, entire too. panel will be right. like a live version yeah. of that. That'll mm. be people will go nuts for that. I think you would see the the podcast area get another upgrade. <laughs> yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, which was cool. I get you on there next time. Yeah, film. Yeah, you know, I, I I think starting so a little bit before the pandemic hit, I had a pod, a movie podcast called Netflix and Phil. Yeah, it was great. Um, awesome. And then I got a cease and desist letter by, from Netflix. Saying, Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a badge of honor, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you're not live, live till you get your first cease and desist. So I was just like, yeah. honestly, yeah, I, I was like so let down and disappointed because I had to take everything down and all the work, yada, yada, yada. But when you told me that before, you were the first person to tell me, like, to make me think of it in a, like, a negative situation, oh, yeah. a positive light. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I need to get this frame. You know, well, you also you also got big enough that uh, you got, got their on the attention. radar. Yeah, yeah, they noticed somebody up in Netflix HQ was like, no. "This will not stand." They were, they were either we having cannot. a slow day, or I was doing yeah. something too good. But so, uh, did you get a physical letter in the mail? It was email. Email. Yeah, I got okay. email. I got ESPN sent me one for yeah. what? Uh, so uh, Terrell Owens when he played uh, To, yeah, he played indoor football. Yes, for a Dallas team. They came to Albuquerque and played against the team there, and I was filming it, and he got hit and smashed over the wall. So I put it on YouTube, and I put uh, Terrell Owens knocked over the wall in Arena Football. The Arena Football League uh, – sorry, it was Arena Football League, not ESPN. Arena Football – ESPN asked me to use it. They yeah. used it. Yeah. Arena Football sent me a letter, and they're like, uh, all indoor football is not Arena Football. It's like all, calling all racing NASCAR. And uh, okay, semantics for sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, you know what? My podcast is still around, and uh, the Arena Football League is not. So no, yeah. f them. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that that clip went viral, did it not? A uh, million million views. It was on uh, ESPN, uh, Yahoo front page, SI dot com wow. front page. Yeah, yeah. And you smartly monetized that clip before I you did. got. Oh yeah, I made uh, a good. I got. A, I mean, I didn't make any money off of that. <clears throat> so just a little bit of exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like now that kind of getting back into things, Coral Sword has like their own official podcast after five years trying to get that up and running as a thing. So we're doing our own thing here. And I kind of took a, a shift in another direction of being like a producer for a lot of different yeah. things. So I got like no, six yeah, of the um, podcasts. I'm helping like I, get their <laughs> ground running and stuff uh, like my, that. My friend, I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. So yeah, so it, it, it's, it's fun. Couldn't you have changed it to like, 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 Flicks and Phil or something. I don't know. I, I could have maybe, but like, I think I was just like, at the moment, I was just like, man. And like the the wind was out of my cells uh, and I didn't really want to do anything. And that's come I shifted more to the production side of stuff. Okay. Um, but now, like specifically hanging out with everybody and doing this is like, fuck, I miss doing this so yeah, much. Yeah, totally. See, I would have been like, uh, I would have been like doing the, the podcast and be like, you know, I'm a little tired. I don't know if I want to do this. And then they sent me that letter. I'd be like, oh. Oh, you, oh, you're oh, trying to stop. Netflix oh, yeah, wants tr- to take me tr- Try and stop me. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it Try and stop been. me. Jared, have you gotten a, ever gotten a cease and desist? 
No. Okay, uh, work on the it. most you'll, negative you'll, thing you'll I've gotten <laughs> is a uh, one star review, and I don't. Oh, know. No. I believe that you never make it until you get your first one star. Oh, review. oh yeah, yeah, or hate letter, hate yeah. email. And what, yeah. what was like? What was what was her complaint? Why a one star oh, review? Oh man, I don't even remember. Okay, I, I do remember one. Uh, we were doing a uh, a D and D podcast called The Mundane and the Arcane. Okay, and we had somebody give us a one star review because we had a character on there that was a plant. Okay, that was uh, not human, right? <laughs> and we were referring to them as they them. Because not human. Right. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is just too political for me. Oh, right. Are you kidding me? I was like, oh, come okay. on. Okay. I was like, okay. I mean, I wrote that when I was drunk at three in the morning, but <laughs> hey, you know, no, that's met. That's, that's also kind of funny, right? You're like, I like that. Like when you got this, were you mad or were you like, that's funny? Yeah. There's definitely podcasts out there who make t shirts of their one star reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That's, that's I think that's the best thing about it is you just put them on blast. They asked what the plant's name was in the chat. <laughs> the oh, I, I really don't remember. Uh, man, I couldn't tell you. It was so many years ago. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew Stottle. Oh, long time, long time. Long-time listener, yeah, thanks long-time for the caller. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't answer oh, he'll, it. He'll throw more in there. You should frame the season. Dis- oh, it's an email. You can still print I out. I can frame it out and frame it. Frame it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to do that. But um, yeah, like I said, I got the itch again, um, specifically after doing Coral's podcast. And I was just like, I really want to go back to doing movies because, you know, that's my bread and butter. All right. Uh, well, well, plus I sent you all this sweet gear, so you better use it, dude. I mean, I've been uh, trust. I've been using it for the production side. Of okay, things. good, I mean, good, we're good. Literally using it right now. So I mean, yeah, yeah. All the uh, um, yeah, yeah, the Zoom, uh, the ZDM one mics we're using right now. Mm-hmm. The L eight is the L eight. We're using the L eight. Running the audio like down here. Yeah. Um, Thank you, you know, Zoom. Let's, let's talk after this because I've I've done a, uh, a horror movie podcast before okay. where we specifically watch like. Poorly rated, oh, nice. horror movies. So and, I like trying to dig through the diamond in the rough. I I, I joked sort of a bit uh, the other night when we were eating at Rice Box with Ming because I, they were showing Sucker Punch. I was like, someone needs to make a movie podcast where they have like all the films that are like heavily produced, look good, like Hollywood next blockbuster, and, and they're just bomb. trash. Yeah. Yeah. And the next one I thought after that was like John Carter and some some other movies. So all like the ones that. that had huge expectations yeah, and yeah. fizzled. Right. It just uh, like fizzled out. There so. used to be a podcast in Albuquerque, and they moved to Colorado, but they would do, like, one season was one movie, and they would bring in guests, and they would watch a 15-minute block of the movie and then podcast about it. So, like, you could do that with this, like, Sucker Punch or whatever. That'd be, that'd be That'd cool. be interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, the gears are moving in that direction. Um, we'll see. See me and... Five months. I also need to get. There was also a stage in my life where I wasn't like phys- like like. Um, uh, I needed a job. I was in between jobs. Yeah. And so I can't really do fun things if I don't have a job. So I had to get that settled up first, and now we're good. So right now, see me in three months, and we'll we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> All right. This is just what's killing me about not being down here, though, because like you know, it's like, hey, you want pod? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you want stream? Yes. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. Especially with this booth, like I just want to be here all the time for sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah, I um. I yeah I really love the Kamikaze uh, booths, especially this year. Real, just a really good vibe, man. And um, it's always a good I, vibe. Yeah, I guess I guess now we just promote it more, leading up to next year. Uh, like I was, I would love to see the audience uh, area just filled, overflowing. Yeah. Next year, and that's just yeah, of course. Just uh, you know, giving people a heads up at marketing, but not for nothing. But it's, it's a great place to just sit and chill out too. But it's a very relaxed environment. Yeah. Like. 
getting in and out is like super easy. Yeah. No one really cares too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to um, hang out for 15 minutes? Yeah. Great. You want to save a whole thing? Cool. Great. The thing. But uh, I mean, me in particular, going to so many conventions, like I just love seeing it in a con environment. I think I think it's perfect. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think every convention goer is a, a potential podcaster. Yeah. They all have an opinion on, uh, you know, whatever they're into. Yeah. So, um, well, not just an opinion, but they also have a passion for yeah, something. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just love, like, I, I, I tell people, like, the, a nerd's greatest weapon is their opinion. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, there's no nerd what? that does not have an opinion. That doesn't sound like the nerds I know. Whoa. <laughs> oh, well, your nerds are in Albuquerque. They're armed with, their greatest weapons are, like, <laughs> like, like, ga- like ga- <laughs> gats. Bowie knives, no, like, yeah, switch blades. Yeah, there's some some cultures Numchucks. out there that man, they, you know, they they go a little too far, and it's like whoa, you know, it's oh. like, like no, like no, like Star Wars fans, they can be a little, uh, you know, rough. Yeah, I, I think like so back when I had my, my movie podcast, I would never um, like review like hey four out of five. Like at the end of the day, at the very least, what I'm going to say about a movie that I don't think is probably that good, I was like, oh, it's a movie. You know, formulate your own opinion. Yeah. Because I don't want to ever want to turn someone off from like, because my opinion, like, oh, I'm not going to watch the new Star Wars movie. Like, you might like it. Yeah. Do the thing, you know? And if you like it, great. If you don't, great. Yeah. Even if everyone says it it sucks, watch it. I just want you to go watch movies. That's what I support about it as a thing. Every weekend, the room is in a theater in the United States somewhere. So we used to have a theater here in Houston. It closed down. I think it's starting to. Do you know about this? Um, uh, the one off Westheimer, uh, River Oaks Theater. River Oaks, yeah. Um, they used to have the room live showing with Tony Wesley. He would come in and he would do lines of everyone. He was just like... Yeah, it's awesome. Crazy, fun experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they closed down the theater, the River Oaks Theater here in Houston. I think there's someone bought it out and they're, they're going to bring it back up again, I think. Oh, that's thing. cool. I haven't um, heard that yet. And uh, that's the one with the big marquee on Westheimer. And yeah, it looks, it looks yeah. like a cool movie palace. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, um, I, got, I got to meet him twice, Tommy Wiseau. He's, he used a, to, he's a character. He's, he's a character. Yeah. So, I've only uh, met they're, Greg. They're, um, yeah. they're, there's a con in LA. It's called LA Comic Con now, but it used to be called Stan Lee's Kamikaze. And oh. Stan Lee kind of had it. He was kind of the figurehead. And so Tommy Wiseau would set up this huge booth. He would man it all weekend. And everything was $10. So you could buy a room t-shirt with the wow. You're Tearing Me Apart Lisa uh, artwork on it. Uh, he had Tommy Wiseau track jackets. Um, you could buy little footballs that he would sign. <laughs> uh, copies of the script. Uh, but the biggest seller, for whatever reason, he had his own underwear line. Like Tommy Wiseau underwear. <laughs> And you could you could buy that, and I, I bought everything else but the underwear. I'm like I don't, I, I should have. Now I regret it. I should have bought the underwear, but he would be there. So there's pictures of me and Mike with him, so he would be wearing you know the the long greasy hair, wear sunglasses, and for every time I saw him, he would wear three studded belts. Yeah. Three. I don't know why he needed three. Interesting. He needed three, and what a guy. Yeah, and you know they they would have huge guests at this con, but that was the one that we would talk most about. Was, was like, man, we met. We met Tommy from you know yeah. <laughs> from the room, man, and uh, and now like Greg Sestero plays uh, Mark. He does yeah. a lot of conventions. He does events, and you've met him. I've met him twice. He's yeah. super great. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. But that's uh, the. Have you all seen it live with an audience? Yeah, oh, yeah. In the room. Yeah. Have you seen it with the audience? No, dude. No. Oh man. Next time Have it you happens, seen it at all? Have you seen it before the room? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, seeing it with an audience completely different it's experience. N- it's yeah. so crazy. Next level. It's like Rocky Horror Picture yeah, Show. Yeah, I was going to say, it's exactly almost like it Rocky Horror yeah. or something along those lines. 
and uh, when, and people like dress up like yeah they, as the characters. Yeah. I took my girlfriend and she was like, she'd never seen it and like and he walks in. I was like, there's Greg Sestero and she's like, I, I don't know what any of that means. Movie's over and she goes, all right, I get it, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he even signed, I bought his book, The, the Disaster Artist. Yeah. <laughs> he takes it, he opens up, and he's like, what's your name? I was like, Chris. And he goes, oh, hi, Chris. <laughs> and he signs it. I was like, that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That, that, he's, that's a, a, he's a very interesting individual, for, to say the least. That's amazing. Uh, so, Chris, this is your first Comcluzo. First time yeah. in Houston, correct? Uh, I've, I've landed here, and I've been in the airport. I've never gone around. That this doesn't my, count. Yeah, yeah it's my okay. first time. Hanging out in Houston. Yeah. Uh, how long is it going to take you to recover? Uh, I, I I did the math. Yeah. You literally got here two and a half days ago, right? Yeah. Friday night. We did a lot, dude. Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. That was my goal, though. Sh- just show you everything while you were here. We raged everywhere. Yeah. I think two nights. Two of. Uh, we, I was here three nights. Yeah. Yeah. Three nights. And uh, two of the nights we went till f- well, four in the morning. Yeah. 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 That. I, uh. My job here is done. So yeah. But I. I mean. Every year we try to get somebody new here, and then yeah. like it's it, the, the the things that here are so cool. Like we can't wait to take you to these places, man. Like we yeah, and I love it. You know, me and Phil, we're always like we look at each other like, where are we gonna take him next? We're like where are you taking him next? Like we got we're, so many yeah. Places. We just look at each other like Axelrod, Axelrod. Okay, let's go. Yeah, that was a cool place, you know, man. You know, Poison Girl, like uh, you know, Rice Box. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna poison a girl. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> when you're in Houston, yeah. Do you guys go to like uh, the Continental or Little Dipper or anything no, like that? No, no. Those downtown. are on the list, but um, yeah, I you know the first time you kind of take everyone to the places you know are awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been, to, I've been, I think I've been to Little Dipper. I've been to Continental. There's also like what's the, the Gold Bar? Or, that was one place I went to. Uh, gold Cash Gold, or it, it might not be there anymore. Okay. There's you know there, there's like Lola's. There's, uh, uh, Cash for Gold. That's not a place you want to uh, go there's to. A yeah. pa- is Pastry War still there? Pastry War is no longer. Okay, there. no longer there. Uh, um, D- Dean's another place I like, but you know yeah. these are the, a lot. A lot of the places that we gravitate are like within walking distance from the yeah, concert. Yeah, but um, we'll travel too. We'll travel at night. Yeah, um, we fly by night, baby. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of other places we that you've gone to that we yeah. know a lot of, and we haven't gotten around to like this year, but we'll get to next year. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 always a it's always a whirlwind of adventure yeah. and debauchery, but the good type of just like hanging out with friends and just like telling stories and, and you're like y'all were talking about like music mm-hmm. last night. I was listening to y'all talking about like um, a bunch of '90s bands like your oh yeah yeah yeah, uh, and I was like I wanted to get on a conversation too, but I like. I knew we would just be there talking for like two hours straight. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Should have been there where we took the jukebox over. That was yeah. <sighs> yeah, no, it should have been. Yeah, Has anybody taken you to Bad News Bar yet? No, I think I've been there once though. But yeah. Bad News is is very cool. Yeah, I, I like Bad News a lot. Yeah. All right, it's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. It's, it's a growing list. Put it on the list. It's a so list. I come back. Yeah, I, I yeah I try to hit everything. Uh, we have, there's another place called Better Luck Tomorrow that we really like. Uh, it's a really great restaurant, really cool bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great place. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot. Uh, are you coming back? Oh, yeah. I'll okay. Be back, yeah. All right. Like, I'll be here next your, weekend. Oh. Mark on your calendar. <laughs> Sick. Start saving your drinking money now. All right. But, uh, yeah, that's the goal is to have everyone's like, oh, man, I can't wait. We like, we want, we want everyone to come back. And, um, yeah, it's weird that, that our group, it's grown larger every year, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. It really has. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I'm expecting like six people. And like you showed up at 12. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, like, we had quite the, the entourage, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. But it's fun. Like, again, it's just like positive environment full of just like people who just like to support each other. And like, that's what more could you ask for? 
Yeah, it's so. pretty cool uh, going from, you know, I was a kid who never got invited to the parties in high school or, or college and shit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, now we are the party. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. No, we are sure. the party. You got to love it. You got to love it. Uh, well, I'm glad you had a great time. I'm glad you're here. Back yeah, on the mic. Phil, thank you for uh, setting everything up. Yeah, Truly ready. appreciate it. And, um, yeah, uh, we were going to go to the Astros game, but we're, you know, we played that by ear. Yeah. But um, I think we're I think we're going to – Chris has never been to a Bucky's. I've never been to a Bucky's. I think uh, – yeah, my cousin's here. I think we're going to try to go down to um, – Okay. Uh, I think there's one. There are two not that far from here. We should probably get some food, We're, like, too. right in the middle of three, actually. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, there's one in Baytown. There's one in Katy, and there's one south. Are they all the same size? The Bucky's are all around or is you. Or one uh, that might be bigger than the others? The one in Katy, I think, might it's be probably the bigger, the one. bigger okay. one of the three. Okay. Uh, Baytown's pretty big as okay. well. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, I think we're going to head over there. Let's get so, some food, too. So, uh, yeah, Chris, the party has not stopped yet. Party doesn't stop to. Those that plane takes off yeah, in Houston. Once man. The yeah, once the wheels have left the ground. Yeah, so. and uh, yeah, we can't wait for you to come back, man. So, and uh, yeah, well, welcome, welcome to the Coral Sword Streaming Booth, my friend. This place is amazing. If welcome. you live in Houston, if you've never been down here, get down here. Or just if you haven't stopped in Houston before, or if you're planning on it, this is one of the stops. Yeah, oh, definitely come on by, and we're more than happy to host and and just again, just like. Filled the environment full of positivity with everyone who podcasting, gaming, you know, whatever. We're down for it. So come in on a Coral Sword. Uh, you know, follow us on our socials at Coral Sword. On Instagram. Oh, yeah. Plugs. Where do we find you, Phil? Uh, you can find me at Holy Gohan, H O L Y G O H A N, on Instagram, Twitter, and all those other places. Um, you like metal music and movie, weird movie memes. That's what you'll see on my stuff. But yeah. <laughs> Chris, where do you find you? Uh, I would direct people to 10drinkminimum.com. That sends you to all my social media, and you can watch our show live most Sundays from 5 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, yeah, pretty much that. Love it. 10 Drink Minimum, last party of the weekend, my friends. Uh, you can find me at Atomic Kong uh, <laughs> on all my social Love medias, uh, or you can find High Hungry I'm Dad at High Hungry Podcast on all social media platforms. Amazing. And uh, yeah, next time you see me, I'll probably be back at a shared universe back in New Jersey. Although I, I don't want to leave here, but um, we don't want you and, to leave. Uh, yeah, the big question I got this weekend was, uh, you know, when are you bringing a shared universe to Houston? I think I ask you that every year. I, you're right. All right. I, yeah, I just got to I just got to get off my ass and do it. Um, I know some space that's opening up. Uh, relatively close. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I'm just we're saying, gonna, if you want to talk later, we're gonna talk about that. And that dream of running a tap to the podcast too, could come true here yeah. as well. So yeah, so you never know. Well, you guys are all invited to the grand opening party, grand opening part podcast, and uh, yeah, but everything out there. Thanks for watching. Oh, I'm truly happy streaming from here. Uh, but what makes me happy is streaming here with my friends. So uh, thank you for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys soon, Houston. We don't have a problem because I love you. And uh, thank you to Comic Palooza for always bringing me out here. Um, yeah, I don't discover this great city and these great friends without you guys. So uh, cheers, everybody. Oh, and come to Coral Sword, 1318 Telephone Road. Come have as much fun as we did. Um, see you guys soon.